Mr. Clemens, I must repeat to you what I said earlier to Valerie. You do not understand the remarkable intelligence of these gentlemen. This performance of theirs has no, has had no serious purpose. They merely want to tie us poor simpletons into knots, like a clever lawyer with his opponent's witness. <coughs> but we have to cling like limpets until we can make them come to the point. Then we shall see the real fireworks. Shall we ask them to begin now? And shall I once more suggest the sort of discourse I'm hoping for? I will do my best to continue the argument which we were pursuing earlier, in the hope that this will induce them to take pity on my serious perplexity and to become serious themselves. <clears throat> now, Valerie, can you remember where we had got to? Didn't we end by agreeing that intelligence ought to be held in respect? That was it. And the respecter of intelligence is the man who makes himself master of abilities, is he not? Yes. What is the right ability to master? Surely the one which will benefit him. Exactly. And should we be better off than at present if we went around knowing where the richest gold deposits were to be found? I should think we would. But a moment ago we proved the opposite. The man would be no better off than before for owning all the gold in the world, even without having to dig it up. Even if he knew how to turn stone to gold, his knowledge would be without value unless he also knew how to use what he had made. Do you remember? Yes, I remember now. It is the same with financial, medical, and all kinds of ability. All are useless if they tell us to make something without telling us how to use what we have made. Yes. Even if people find out how to prolong life indefinitely, they will have done nothing valuable according to our previous conclusion unless they also find out how to use this extra life. That's true. So the sort of ability we want, Valerie, is that which enables us both to make and to use what we have made. Evidently. We want something more than the mastery of a technique like mechanical engineering. The business of making a machine is quite different from the business of using it. For instance, the makers of cars and the drivers of cars are two quite different classes, aren't they? Yes. The same goes for all engineering. It involves nothing more than technique. True. Now look, what about literature? Perhaps the secret of happiness lies in mastery of the art of writing. I don't, I don't think it does. And why not? Because I know of some good novelists who are very bad critics. I think there is the same difference between writing and appreciating literature as between engineering and driving cars. After all, it's obvious that you can be good at composition without being good at appreciation, and vice versa. Yes, this seems to be sufficient proof that writing will not make a man happy, although I did think that maybe literature was what we were looking for. You see, the novelists and journalists I met all strike me as exceptionally intelligent people. Their art has something impressive about it. And yet I suppose this is not surprising if, as I suspect, these people are really nothing more than confident tricksters operating on a grand scale. Lesser men make a specialty of deluding voters or stockholders or housewives, but writers practice their frauds on everyone who can read. That's the main difference, don't you agree? Yes, I agree emphatically. Okay. Well, what shall we try next? I have no ideas. But I think I have one. What is it? Military skill. I believe a good soldier is more likely to be happy than anyone else. I do not agree. Why not? Because soldiers are destructive. Well, what of that? Well, none of these destructive people are anything more than destructive. When a huntsman kills the creature he's been chasing, he can't use it for anything. He has to hand it over to the cook. Well, it's the same with theorists, logicians, mathematicians, and physicists. 
They're like huntsmen, too. They don't make anything new, but just chase what is there already. And they can't use their discoveries. They have to hand them to the businessmen and applied scientists to be used. If there's any sense in them. I see there are brains behind that pretty face. Go on. Yes, and, and soldiers are just the same. They hound some enemy till he gives in, and then hand him over to the politicians, because they don't know how to use their victory themselves. They're like the people who catch elephants for zoos. We are looking for an ability which brings a man happiness by telling him how to make or get something and how to use what he has made or gotten. And I don't see how that ability can be soldiery.